Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you haven't heard that there's a baseball lockout going on, Greg Amsinger, MLB Network, with us on 101 ESPN on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And, uh, Greg, i got to ask you a question to start things off because you've been in Jersey for a while. Michelle's family is from Jersey. That's right. We were just having a pizza conversation. Michelle says that Jersey pizza is the best pizza that is in the world. Slash New York. New York, New Jersey. Yeah, New York, New Jersey. Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would throw New York in there. If you throw New York in there, then I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I am very loyal to the St. Louis pizza. Don't get me wrong. Emo's, I mean, oh, my goodness, I love everything about St. Louis pizza. But I got to tell you, the grease, it's the grease of New York City pizza and New Jersey pizza. I don't know what it does to your boiler, but it makes it happy. So, yeah, (laughs) I would agree with Michelle's assessment on this. I would agree. Greg, it's also because you can fold it in half. It's just a delightful way to eat a slice. You take one, you fold it in it, half. It's just, it makes you smile. It, it, but it's the grease that makes it almost like a handheld cheese soup. <laughs> so it's like falling. It becomes like a liquid goo that is heavenly at the, at the same time. It's hard to explain. I didn't get it. When I first moved to New York City, uh, I get a Coke and a slice. You know, you get a can of Coke and a slice of pizza. I didn't know that you would take half of that home for dinner later that night. One slice of pizza. That's how big it is, and it's great. I I completely agree. No offense to all you St. Louis pizza fans, but New Jersey, New York, that's where pizza lives. Greg, in a couple of weeks, you will have the Baseball Hall of Fame election announcement. Right now, there's a website, not Mr. Tibbs on Twitter, that tracks the public ballots. And right now, Ryan Thibodeau has Scott Rowland at 72.3%. So Rowland has a chance this year. If you had a vote, would Scott Rowland be a Hall of Famer? 1,000%. Scott Rowland, to me, is a Hall of Fame baseball player. He's one of the best defensive third baseman, which is a very important position, by the way. There, there are certain positions in Cooperstown that are overlooked, and I don't understand why. Center field matters to me, and that's why I still believe Jim Edmonds is a, is, a, is a Hall of Fame baseball player. I think Kenny Lofton is a Hall of Fame baseball player because of what he did defensively and his role as a leadoff guy. But Scott Rowland playing third base at a level that is Cooperstown bound, and I, I hear all the time, oh, he couldn't stay on the field, couldn't stay on the field. Time out! The guy didn't do steroids. So it's Part of playing baseball, when you're diving all over a diamond to make incredible athletic plays and you're over the age of 30, you can kind of tweak something playing that way. So, yeah, injuries do become part of the equation when you're not injecting your body with illegal substances. So we want it both ways. 
We love the fact that Pudge Rodriguez caught all the time, 150 games in Arlington when it was 105 degrees with timeout. Pudge Rodriguez probably had a little help to do that. So I, I don't buy the whole Scott Rowland wasn't on the field enough thing. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think Billy Wagner's a Hall of Famer. I agree. I don't understand. His last year in the big leagues, he was a Hall of Fame caliber closer, and he decided to take it to the house. He was the closer version of what we saw from Mike Messina. Mike Messina wins 20 games in the AL East when everyone's mashing home runs for the Yankees, and he took it to the house, ended his career. So I think Hall of Famers age well, and, and I would vote for, for Billy Wagner. Another guy that would get my vote, because when I, I, I'm, I'm forecasting here, okay, the Hall of Fame is going to take away cumulative stats. We're not going to see guys with 300 wins. We're not going to see 3,000 hits is going to be a rarity, okay? These, these cumulative numbers for being a great player for a long time are going to go away. So with that said, Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer. Andrew Jones had a period of time where he played center field better than anyone ever defensively and was mashing at the plate. And while it wasn't 15 years he did it, he did it for a good 8 to 10 years of being one of the top, if not the best, center fielder in baseball mm-hmm. next to Ken Griffey Jr. So those are the guys I would vote for, and I would have voted for Jeff Kent five years ago. Yeah, I'm best offensive second baseman ever. I want to circle back to Roland for one second, Greg, because of that argument that you talked about, which I've heard and I think is ridiculous. From his first full season, 1997, played in 156 games, 160, 112, that was down, 128, 151, 155, 154, 142, and then in 2005 had the collision with Hesop Choi, and even in yeah. after that, played 142 in 2006. So he, he played nine full years in the majors with one season of less than 128 games. He was on the field until he ran into Hesop Choi. Yes, and we have to remember the way he was viewed. I mean, the guy went to Philadelphia to begin his career and was like a, a, a cult icon there. They loved the way he played. The fan bases that he played for, I'm going to take away Cincinnati and stuff he did towards the end of his career, but they couldn't get enough of the guy. They understood. You had, you had to you had to watch this guy play every day to understand his value. And it's like the whole argument. If you're not a hardcore baseball fan and you're, you've got lazy analytical analysis and you go, I don't know about Yadier Molina as a Hall of Famer. <laughs> you're just, you're lazy. You're an ignorant baseball fan, in my opinion. If you actually watch baseball, you know Yadier Molina is a Hall of Famer. I think people that watched and the rabid fan bases that loved Scott Rowland watched what he did every day, all know that he's a Hall of Fame baseball player. And his teammates would tell you, which unfortunately baseball players are biased and we don't want to hear their two cents. Pitchers that face Scott Rowland, uh, batters that hit the ball towards Scott Rowland, knew they were facing a Cooperstown talent. That's, to me, the ultimate feather in his cap. I think the guy needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And he's trending in that direction. Greg, David Ortiz right now with the public bout sitting at 82.5%. Things are looking good for him. And as as far as the air quotes steroids, guys, obviously he has the least amount of baggage of any of them. He only um, in that survey said that he tested positive but not officially. But do you think if Ortiz gets in that it might start to shift the way we view the guys who we know use steroids as far as the Hall of Fame is concerned? No, I, I don't. I think David Ortiz is a very unique case of 
transcending sports. Now, I know Alex Rodriguez did the same thing and became a bigger celebrity than just what he's known for in baseball. But David Ortiz was the mouthpiece of one of the iconic franchises uh, in the sport. Derek Jeter was the leader, the face of the New York Yankees, but there was no one else. People would point to Dustin Pedroia. I'm sorry, but when the Boston Marathon bombing happened and, and, and David Ortiz grabbed the microphone and said, this is our city, uh, he spoke for the Boston Red Sox nation. He was the face of an iconic franchise and beloved. Uh, while there were, I think, a New York Times article connecting him to it, uh, PEDs, you know, and, and obviously it's fishy the way his career started with the Minnesota Twins. Then it eventually takes off because of his relationship with Pedro Martinez getting into Boston. Uh, you, you can't overlook the way he was loved, the way there really there, there were no scandals. I mean, the shooting that happened to him happened as, after he was done as, as a player. Um, he's been a broadcaster. He's beloved. Everyone loves him. And he had famous moments. He had iconic, come-from-behind clutch moments. It's still the Hall of Fame. He never brought his organization down. He did have moments where he stunk. Let's, let, let's not overlook the fact that this wasn't Barry Bonds, where he had an uh, on-base percentage of 480 or higher for 15 straight years. Terry Francona had to move him down to the seventh spot once, and, and that was a big deal. So he did have his ebbs and flows where he struggled and faced adversity. I don't think he gets in. Uh, the, the public ballot is always higher than what we actually see on the day of the announcement. I think he's going to just miss 75%. And uh, he'll eventually get in. But I think there are writers that are going to keep him off their ballot because of the speculation. So they don't want him to be first ballot because of that. But I believe next year David Ortiz gets in. Okay, you're going to head to Florida on Sunday, right? And you're going to play some golf with Dan Plesak? That's right. Yes, yes. 36 holes a day. And how do you do at the end of a 36-hole day? You go have dinner. Are you gassed? Are you worn out? Are you ready to go all night, too? You know what? Um when you play golf with Dan Plesak, you're amazed that he lives in his own world. So at dinner, I really don't talk. I listen hole by hole, him recap both of his rounds of golf and how he should have shot a 63 instead of a 78. You would think this guy shoots a 108 when he shoots a 78. So I just sit back and I'm fully entertained. I don't have to do anything. Dan Plesak talks the whole night. It's wonderful. <laughs> and finally, you uh, you told Andrew that you watched the Blues game last night. A disappointing finish, but what are you thinking of our Blues? Uh, I, I love the way this team plays. Uh, they throw their bodies around uh, with reckless abandon. I just knew, I don't know if you thought the same thing, when Sidney Crosby's nose started gushing blood, the hockey gods were going to frown upon us. I, I once I saw blood falling off this guy's face in Pittsburgh. I'm like, we're losing this game. This game is over. And then, of course, he ties the game and has the great pass. And they, I mean, it's just, I, I believe in this stuff, man. When you mess with the sport gods, they come back to bite you. And when you bust the Hall of Famer's nose like that, the game was over at that moment. That's my my, my two cents. Yeah, it was, you're right. You don't want to fire up a, a guy like that. You don't want. Back in the day, you didn't want to fire up Albert Pujols. We we saw it, and uh, Crosby got fired up last night. Hey, <laughs> yeah, he did. 
Have have a great trip and uh, enjoy it. I will. Uh, I'll text you because I want to know how you're hitting it down there and how Pleasac's hitting it All too. Right. And next week, uh, don't, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Just go to at Pleasac nineteen. His his Twitter feed will tell you everything about how he's hitting. You don't have to ask. Him. Okay, we'll do it, brother. Have a great time. Thanks for your time this morning, and uh, enjoy your day in Jersey. All right. See you guys. Take care.